Hello, so this is the morning time, and I want to record an episode, so I'm just putting this here to remind myself. Also, um, I don't even know, There's I recorded a whole episode yesterday, and turns out it didn't record, <laughs> like it recorded, but it was from my phone and not my headphones, and so you just hear me muffled at a distance yelling, and um I just think that's quite unfortunate. But yeah, I do want to, you know, keep filming an episode. And maybe I'll do that now. Okay, maybe I'll just keep doing that now. Hello, what's up? This will just be section one. Um, I've done this before that you guys have never heard of where I will have sections. I'll be like, I'll fill this up later. Like, I'll, I'll come back to this episode later. And I, I don't. <laughs> so let's be realistic so i'm just gonna do as much as i can right now and if i change me mind meaning i do not finish this episode well then maybe the little bit that i have recorded right now will be good enough so i have to talk about patience because quite frankly that is what i need that is what life is trying to teach me because it's necessary and I say patience because people make a lot of assumptions and people are aware of their habits they're aware of their assumptions they're aware of their problems and they project these problems and everybody does it you know like projection is normal to do like it's it's a natural occurrence it's a matter of watching your actions to ensure that what is natural cathartic and makes sense to you doesn't become somebody else's problem and so here's the thing especially with men the lighter colored they are um they are babies men are babies right and if i'm talking <laughs> to the right person they're angry when they hear that because they experience all of these emotional turmoils. They experience all these stress, all these problems. And they keep going. Babies don't do that. Yes, they do. <laughs> That's literally what children and babies do. I, I Like, this belief that children don't have problems is the most idiotic belief that there could ever possibly be. There is, it's hard being a child. Like, think about being a baby and how hunger makes you scream off the top of your lungs. It doesn't matter if in your 30 years of living that what once hurt you before no longer hurts you. That's you. Whereas for a lot of people, especially the younger that they are, it's not that their life problems are so different or far removed or unique from yours. It's just a matter of it is for them to experience and not for you. And I say this because 
people do this. I do this, right? I do this. And I've been trying to correct this behavior to better this behavior, but I was struggling because I could not see it. You know, like I could not truly understand my behavior and what I was doing. Um, Like you said in the disclaimer for the last episode, it's most people have opinions and most people just don't really listen. And even if they do listen, a lot of the times the person that actually is really good at listening, you would want advice from. But if they're good at listening, it's typically because that's that's their forte. They're not the advice people. And advice people tend to give a lot of unsolicited advice, including myself. And yesterday I was talking to my therapist about it because it was very upset. And... I understood, you know, something about myself that I didn't understand before. And it in turn caused me to understand how I was doing to someone what was done, what was being done onto me, which is instead of getting to know someone, I tried to help them or tell them about their life or things like that and it's like I get it you just want to help you know like you just sorry that was my grinder anyway but you just want to help that's really what it is you just want to help but not everybody wants your help and I think that that's it's so crushing like it can be especially if you are the type of person where for most of your life like you thought that where you shined where you like where you came through was through helping people and when that role is stripped away from you it's hard to kind of rediscover um who you are outside of being a helper and some people can say people pleasing I don't really like the terms people pleasing anymore because like with everything when you just tell the wrong people about things normal words can somehow become insults and with people pleasing a lot of humiliation comes with that realization especially if you are a people pleaser it's embarrassing because in our society, people look down at that. Like, even though we force women to be people pleasers and we force human beings to become people pleasers to survive, it is not seen as a respectable position within society. It's not seen as a respectable characteristic. And yet it's a characteristic that we do force onto people. I say that because... I think it was a few episodes ago about like cancel culture being canceled. And it's like people don't know how to be respectful. People don't know how to communicate respectfully. And that's truly what the problem is. The problem isn't that people's opinions, because you can't change someone's opinion. You know, like you literally, you cannot do the work that can only be done internally by someone. I've had to learn that the hard way and I'm still learning and understanding that. And it's difficult 
you know, um, it's difficult. And I think for, for me, not I think, but I know for me that the hardest part is offending people. I don't like offending people. And in my people-pleasing slash helper, because I do think there's a difference. Like, there's people-pleasing, which is just pleasing people. And then there's the helper syndrome. I don't know what to call it. But it's like, I'm sure there are obviously um, official terms for this. But it's like people who just, they're so, and I'm one of those people. Like, you're just so determined to help. That you don't even see that the way that you could help the most is by just being there. You know, like I've really had to learn that. But the sad thing about this, and that's the people pleasing thing, this one makes it humiliating. And why I would say like people should learn how to talk about these things with more respect to themselves first and foremost. And then to others, with others, because this, these are sensitive topics and I'm learning that too again. You know, everything I'm saying, it's I'm just real time sharing what I'm learning. But it's like with people pleasing, it's typically because you don't want to lose the people. You will do anything to keep the people. The embarrassment comes from understanding how much you forsook yourself to please others, to please somebody else. And that is a painful experience. I like, there's just nothing else I can say about it. It's this, it's not something where you can talk it out outside of like therapy for an extended amount of time. You know, like the thing is, is that People do things for a reason. Everyone does things for a reason. It's just that how we do things is so unique to who we are and the life that we've lived that it can just seem like we're all so fucking foreign from each other. We're all so different from each other. And we are. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we are human beings. Like one thing that I get a lot, and I could be wrong, and I will always say that, with everything because I used to be very egotistical you couldn't tell me shit anyway like I knew I could be wrong sometimes but that was like it's rare though (laughs) and I still feel that way I will always feel that way like this is I think it's just a part of thing having a big ego but I will always clarify that I could be wrong because I could be and I am open to that my ego is big enough where like if someone tells me I'm wrong I'm like okay like like, y'all don't understand anyway But um, it's just that I always feel bad when I'm wrong and I feel like I've offended somebody. Like, that's when I feel bad. That's when I feel inadequate. But I'm a Gen Z millennial cusp. Who's surprised? Of course I feel that way. Although not everybody in our generation feels that way. I will say a lot of people in our generation feels that way. But um, anyway, um, it's humiliating. It's humiliating to be seen at your worst. It's humiliating to be noticed at your worst. And it's humiliating to feel like a side of yourself that you are so humiliated or embarrassed about or ashamed of, 
right? Like most people pleasers are ashamed of being people pleasers because they know that they shouldn't be people pleasers. They know why it's wrong. They know logically, but again, it's never about the logic. It's about the emotion. You don't want to lose the people. And you think very logically about it where you're like, even though this is, this is um, twisted logic, where you're like, well, if I make myself useful and helpful and worthy, that, and worthy to this person, they will not leave. And the truth is, yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. They will leave so fast. They will leave much quicker when you are like that. Because number one, not only are you consistently giving them reasons to leave you alone, like literally, Two, you're helping them out in the meantime. So you're quite literally putting them on the boat, giving them motive to be on this boat, pushing the boat further into the water up until the point where the water is damn near to your fucking neck. And this person, you've taught them how to row. You've taught them how to be self-sustaining. And guess what they do? They fucking leave you, bro. Like they leave you because when you people please nine times out of 10, what you're doing for them, you don't even want done for yourself. Right. And that's for a plethora of different reasons. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I forgot what I was going to say. But I remember now. But people pleasing. Right. It's it's a method of manipulation. Right. Whether we realize it or not. And manipulation isn't necessarily something that is negative. Right. Manipulation can be negative depending on the person being manipulative but also it's manipulation in a very neutral state and i know that the connotation is negative and i don't feel like looking at the definition at this exact moment but the thing is is that um sorry i'm losing my chain of thought because i'm thinking about real life situations that pertain to everything that i'm saying but um Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. The word that I just, I literally just said it, connotation. It's a negative one. Oh, manipulation. Um, It's just too normal for me. Like, and I don't mean like just for me as a manipulator. Like, no, I'm, I, I have been a manipulator and I do my best to kill that part of myself. But it's normal to manipulate. And when you harbor these feelings, these, the, 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 the shame this responsibility for others that is not yours, you you will you will end up hurting yourself because for example, right people like to say to me, you know like don't screw me over, don't backstab me um I've done this to people as well, but it's like you know you say all these things to people and it's scary. When you say shit like that, it scares them. It makes them want to run away from you. Because people are not perfect. Every single day, people discover something about themselves that they're ashamed of. Every day. Every single day. Because if, even if you didn't do something today or yesterday, you did something when you were a kid. You did something when you were in your 20s. You did something when you were too young to know better. And you have to live with that because it's true. 
And the people who were around you and lived with you during that time, they were witnesses to that. So you can lie. You can pretend. But ultimately, the truth will always come out. And people know that. The older they get, the more they understand that. So when they're confronted with someone who has trust issues, right? Who's, vi- who's hyper-vigilant. Who's, who's afraid. Who's worried. Who's upset. Right? It can be scary because you know that you're going to do something that's going to hurt them. You know that. Because that's, that's, that's just the game. That's just life. Like, you hurt people without meaning to sometimes. Like I said with the offensive thing. Like, the reason why this podcast is so important to me is because a lot of what I say in this offends the people in my life. Not because I think that what I'm saying is actually offensive. But because people are defensive. People are so defensive. And so I mean by our generation. This new world order that we live in where it's like... I think that people need to, it's about respect. Because like, you know, it's not realistic and I, this is why it's stupid and I, I feel very strong negative feelings when it comes to this. When people try to pit, put fucking children as poster children for revolution. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, like you know, what's that girl's name? Um, the climate change fuck Greta Jesus Greta Thornburg right why like I like and for me when I see shit like that that's how I know like they don't mean it who in their right mind would put a fucking 13 year old in front of people in front let's I'm sorry this is this is how I really see it why would you put a 13 year old girl who is publicly autistic i say publicly because we all know she's autistic not because it matters that she's autistic but because to some people it matters that she's autistic not those who feel inspired right like let's stop focusing on the fucking positivity that's not even true that's marketing they sold us a child and it was wrong then and i remember not liking it but what I couldn't say anything because then it's like, oh, you're just jealous because that's what you do to children. That's what you do to women. You discredit them. Right. When a woman sees another girl or woman getting attention, if another girl sees another girl getting attention. Right. And they understand that that intention, that, that attention is built from a dangerous untrue or impure place we will be the first ones to notice it because we are women and we are constantly and consistently put in situations like that from the time we are fucking able to walk and then we notice that we want to stand up against it because today it may be you but tomorrow it could be me or my niece or my sister, or that fucking little cute ass, adorable, innocent ass little girl that I saw yesterday walking with her mother. Or it could be her fucking mother, a woman who's doing her best to take care of her child. My point is, bitches got lives. Women have lives. And I always am more vocal for women because, like I said in the beginning of this episode, men are fucking babies. 
They're children. They're defensive. They take shit so personally. And because they refuse to acknowledge that they take shit personally, they literally put us on the defense all the time. But I've digressed. We're not at that point of this conversation yet because we're going to wrap it up there. But my point is, is that like, with people pleasing, all this other stuff, people know that they're, that they're not perfect. And in fact, if you meet a good person, then you meet someone who's actively trying to work on themselves so that they're not a wound, an open wound walking around, spewing blood on everyone. But it's difficult and it's hard because the only way to really heal is to talk, is to express, is to go back into your community. But like, like I said in this episode too, people are fucking jaded. And they have a right to be. Like, like I said, we're all very similar. We're all, we all deal with the same ingredients. But how we go about it is what makes us different. It's what makes us unique. And like, There's just a there's just a plethora of way things can go. Like there's just so many ways that things can always go. And without experiencing it, you you just don't know. You know? But anyway, I've digressed and I need to go on my walk and get to work. So I will do my best to try to wrap this up because I know I did open up a bunch of cans and I don't even remember all them cans but let's try to remember all the lids right so in conclusion (laughs) and i always say that i never conclude but this time i I will do my best to because i really don't want to leave in like nine minutes but um people are not perfect right and the healthier you are the more aware you are of that and you actively do your best to do something about it in a good way and the thing is though is that it doesn't heal the open wound it just seals it right just puts a band-aid some some bandages on it you know some ointment i don't fucking know (laughs) and then you have to keep replacing it because it's gonna bleed through Shit, one day you might walk into something, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start bleeding. Mental wounds, emotional wounds are just like physical wounds. They take time to fully heal. They scar. They leave a mark. Some marks take years to go away. Some marks never leave at all. Especially the ones you get when you're a kid. We all, I mean, most of us can all show you knees filled with proof that we once played outside (laughs) something that i think most kids can't relate to nowadays unless they like play sports and stuff which i really recommend y'all put your kids into sports and stuff your kids you kids are human beings they are they are creatures of nature they should they should be in nature anyway but human beings like we're trying we're figuring it out We're all doing that, but how we're doing that is different. And the advice that I need to take myself is to learn how to get to know people. But there's this fear 
that if I can't offer something, if I can't give up something, if I cannot make their lives easier somehow, then I'm disposable. You know, the feelings that I have towards them, the like that I have, like, it doesn't matter. It's disposable. It'll be thrown away. Because I I offer them no lifeline. I offer them none of that. But But that's codependency. Like, that's what I'm really understanding. Like, that's codependency. And... I don't need to offer a lifeline. And the people in my life who made me feel like I needed to do that were were people who also needed to learn that lesson and will learn that lesson. And the people who made me feel like they were my lifeline, they were my lesson, right? So... Bringing this back, circling this back to men, maybe I will later post um, another section really further diving deeper. But because I know I said a bunch of things and I don't even think I really finished it, um, but I got to go. But the thing is, is that um, with men, where I'm at right now in my life is that I have to be patient with people because a lot of people they they don't try to get to know me right like they they don't try to get to know me and in my and the reason is because I don't try to get to know them and I want to change that I don't try to get to know them out of fear because all I can do is listen But what if that's not enough? What if I listen, I get deep, and I care? And there's nothing I can do to help. I have to just get the fuck over that. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? These are not my problems. And it's and usually people say that like these are not my problems like it's it's so rude in a way that I fucking hate. But now I see it differently where it's like no it's just it's just not my place. That's it. It's just not my place. Like yeah they're not my problems but I care about you so they they are becoming my problems. But it's not my place. And that's just that's just what I realized. And I also realized this with other people where I have to be vocal with them and be like, well, it's not your place. A lot of people, they see me and they're like, you should be a celebrity. You should do. do, do. And it's like, girly, bitch, I know. Like, <laughs> you're talking to the girl who told everybody since she was like in high school, she's going to be famous. Like, Muna's not confused. It's just that, like, I know how I want to go about it and like I said people do everything for a reason it's because of my jadedness it's because of what I've been through I want to do it alone I can accept help but I want to do it alone 
But anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to go now. <laughs> Probably will. I'm going to post this now, but don't be surprised if this episode gets longer in the future. Have a good one. And I'll keep reflecting and thinking about all of this because I do still have more to say, but I got to go. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hello. Okay, so I'm in the city. And patience. I was talking about that this morning. I just finished the shift. I started dog walking, but I'm in training. Um, hopefully, it'll be something that I do long term. I love the dogs. I enjoy the dogs. I'm there for the dogs. Um, but yeah, anyway, I did want to talk about patience because I wanted to talk about a lot of the things I've just been realizing this week when it comes to like goals, desires, aspirations, things like that. Um, but also, I have a lot of anxiety at the moment because I did something that I just don't know if that was like a good idea. Because like, it's with this girl. Anyway, anyway, we'll talk about that in another episode. So for now, okay, what do I want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? I want to talk about how um, there's so many things in my life that I want and I always want them right away because I'm a product of, you know, our current society, um, which is very fast and instantaneous. Also, this section might be short and I might come back. I'm just a little annoyed <laughs> right at this moment and I do not want to vent about it and if I do actually no that's what I'll talk about with my podcast I'll mention that with the podcast I'm understanding more what I want from it what I plan to do with it and unfortunately as natural as I like it the podcast is just too messy so I am going to start organizing it writing it down really planning out what it is that I want to say, sit with it, pre-record. That's something I did not want to do before. I did not want to pre-record because I know myself and I know that pre-recording is better. And for that reason, I always thought about it, but I never did it because I was like, well, I don't want to pre-record, bro. Sorry, again, distracted emotions, but I didn't want to pre-record because pre-recording takes time. It's not instant gratification. And that's kind of my point is that I'm really realizing that um, I truly, truly, truly want this podcast to be the best thing they could possibly be. I feel stupid and foolish only because I feel like most people have podcasts about things that people care about. I'm literally just talking about my feelings, but because these are these are sensitive topics that no matter how much I may want it to be perceived in a certain way, it will never be perceived in the way that I want it to be perceived because that's not how it works. Um, so with the podcast, I'm going to start putting in much more effort. And unfortunately, that takes patience. I mean, I've had this, it's going to be two years this year. And I still don't have it figured out. I'm still trying to figure it out. But the good news is that I'm getting there. 
And the fact that it took me a year and a half to finally get to a place where I realized that pre-recording may just be in my best interest um, and I should actually do it, you know, like these realizations are finally hitting me. And so I'm going to do it, right? Like I'm going to reorganize, commit to to the reorganization and commit to the new way of recording, which is with much more effort and with much more care to not only myself, but those in my life and to my feelings themselves. Um, So yeah, I just had to add that. But the reason why this pertains to patience is because this is gonna take some time. Like I still, like I can write stuff, pre-record, whatever, but then I'm like, do I wanna keep all the previous episodes? How would I wanna organize that? I could just keep it there. Would people really go back to listen? I feel like most people would not go back to listen unless they really, really, really fucking cared. But yeah, so when it comes to my, um, you know, my podcast, that's really something that I am focusing on right now. Now, I'm about to get on the train, so I may talk about this something else when I get there on the train, but we shall see. For now, I'm going to cut this recording and try to see if I can get to where I'm trying to be soon enough. Okay, so I'm waiting for the train and I'll probably keep recording while I'm on the train, but I just had to talk about this. So what I'm about to do, this is exactly why I need to pre-record my podcast, but I'm just reaching a point where I just don't want to talk anymore. And like these, these, these are my problems. Like I, I look at my life and I just feel like all I've ever done is fucked it up, right? And I feel that way because I have values, I have principles, I have standards, and I have to accommodate it with the society that I live in. And that's very difficult for me because I am so impassioned by my beliefs and I'm so traumatized by human beings who are very different from me, who do not have the same values or standards or things like that as me. And most importantly, it's realizing, especially as you get healthier and go through therapy and go through your traumas and stuff like that, you realize how fucking crazy some people are. And I know that's not politically correct, but it the word it's it's the emotional expression of like oh my god there was a time in my life where i thought that being suspicious being paranoid and not trusting anything anyone said was the was normal like it was normal to be that way it was normal to question people it was normal to think people were fucking crazy like it was normal to expect and assume the worst out of people right and now as a person it's like i i was not like that because i had not known that people could be so ill-intentioned and after living that it's recalibrating and re-understanding which takes a lot of patience the fact that (laughs) the fact that people are paranoid people are scared and you can say the truth you can be honest with someone and they'll think that you're fucking insane right like they'll think that you're a lunatic and not even in like a, a, a deprecating way it's just more like that is how you make me feel 
I don't know what to say. I don't know how to make this better. Um, oh my God, right? So, just, so that that's just the thing. That's just the thing. And I have, right now, I have so much anxiety because I will not mention it because I'm just... I can't. Like, I just, I can't. I'm gonna rant. I'm gonna rant. Bro, I wanna fucking rant, bro. And I'm not. Like, I'm not going to rant simply because I do care about the dogs. Like, I care about the fucking dogs. Anyway, so all I'm gonna say, though, is that it just requires so much patience to be an adult. It requires so much patience to grow the fuck up because it takes time it takes life it takes understanding how you operate around your boundaries how you establish your boundaries how are you comfortable with establishing your boundaries how are you comfortable with receiving people's reactions to your setting your boundaries it's a lot and it's life and i'm not trying to complain in a sense of like oh my god everything is so hard it's like no life is hard and these are the things that make it difficult and for that reason sometimes people just want to fucking talk about it and like for example all i'm going to say is just because people are not afraid to express their emotion doesn't mean that they need your fucking advice and i just feel like that's something everyone needs to know and yeah and I just I just have so much anxiety because I I, I can start to see this type of behavior and my behavior and I don't know if I'm just projecting and I don't know if I'm I just don't know and so right now I'm just feeling really anxious because I'm like is this how I am with other people I know I was like that in the past but I'm like am I still like this now like I do not want to be like that anymore. It's overwhelming for the person who has to receive you, right? Like, it's very overwhelming because it's a lot of internal things that are going on, and it has very much nothing to do with me. (laughs) But it's becoming my problem, and therapy has really taught me to... I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Therapy has really taught me how to appreciate it and... Not appreciate it, sorry. Taught me that. And I've really appreciated that. Anyway, yeah, I just would rather focus my time on... I'm sorry, I just don't like why is she talking again. Like, why? If you're directed to by a police officer or MTA crew member, have a safe day. And thank you for arriving with us. Anyway... I just hope that, um, actually I'll probably do it today since I have time, probably gonna go to the library and just like really plan out what it is that I want for my podcast, and I still want to have a YouTube channel one day, but we've got it one step at a time, right, and this might be with the patience, I feel like a lot of us want to build empires, but we don't actually want to take the time to build the actual empire, and it does take a very long time, and it takes a lot of effort. Um, and I'm willing to do the work because I'm building something that I care about. Every day is fun. Every day is exciting. So, yeah. But, um, 
yeah, I'm gonna go now. But I'm gonna finish the errands that I have to finish. And then I am going to um, go to the library, plan out my podcast, and probably continue this episode later on. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening, and yeah, no matter how much I organize this shit though, I'm always going to make it, I'm, I'm always going to have poor audio sometimes, because like, okay, I'm going to have poor audio sometimes, because I like to record outside, it's called a field trip, even if the audio is bad, anyway, bye.